<laughs> I mean, I had a drink that um, when I was a general manager of a bar uh, in Sumner County, I had a drink called like a Jay Woods Haymaker, and I think I've told you about that one before. Mm-hmm. And that's where we actually took a 16 ounce glass and we poured um, about a quarter of it as Guinness. Um, we put a full. No, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Uh, it was a 16 ounce. It was a 20 ounce glass, and we put a full 12 ounce bottle of Woodchuck Amber in it. Mm-hmm. Then we topped it with Guinness, kind of like a snake bite. But then we poured a shot of Jameson in it. Hmm. And instead of letting it stay leveled, we actually stirred it all up because it took some of the bitterness from the uh, Guinness mm-hmm. and kind of doled down the sweetness of the cider a little bit and masked all of the Jameson. Huh. And I had to put like a drink, three drink maximum on it because that sounds delicious. you're going to drink three of them and you're like, dude, this is like a not too sweet cider. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't taste the whiskey or anything. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why you can only have three of them because after three, you're going to be stumbling out the freaking door. Right? Yes. There used to be a bar in Atlanta and they had a drink called the painkiller and it was a level one, two, and three. You could only have two of the level threes. Well, one night I decided I'm going to sneak one more because my boyfriend at the time couldn't finish his second one. So I did. You listen to them. You do. You really do listen to them. They know what they're talking about. Because I was fucked. Uh, I've heard of a painkiller shot before, but there's also It's a drink. Yeah. And it's basically coconut juice, pineapple, um, real coconut juice, and pineapple, and Bacardi O, Bacardi 151, and um, another Bacardi. And then there's three different levels. So I don't think that the third level, I think the third level has the most, um, the 151 in it, and the other Mm -hmm. two don't. But you couldn't taste any of it. That's why it was so delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The first time I had 151, freshman year of college, um, buddy of mine is like, here, you're doing shots. I'm like, okay, cool. You want to chase her? I'm like, what is it? It's like, just rum. I'm like, eh, I'll be fine. Mm-mm. Didn't tell me what it was. Mm-hmm. I was dry heaving for the next 15 yes. minutes and yep. dying on the ground. Oh, my God. And that was the first drink I had that yep. day. Mm. I've watched so many people do that to new begin, you know, newbies uh, that are coming out yeah. to drink, and they're like, "We're going to give them the birthday shot," and they do the Bacardi 151. And I'll never forget this because this little guy came up, and this was a bar I was working at in Florida. It was called Bourbon Street. It was a nightclub, mm-hmm. and this guy came up. He's like, "Yeah, my friend's 21. I want to order him 151." I'm like, "Ooh, really? Like, I'm not cleaning up puke, okay?" And they're over there playing pool, and what happens? He pukes ejectile all over the pool table. I'm like, no, buddy, this is you. So I threw him some paper towels, cleaner. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking with that. (laughs) Yes. How that felt. It never fails. Never fails. When you give someone that, instant mouth-watering and you're going to throw it. And so I I think what we need to do is that for all of the frat boys that think they want to give their buddy a 21st birthday shot... And I think this course is going to be funny. Do that shit in your own frat house. Exactly. All right. Don't don't do it at the local no. bar. Uh, because yes, I'm along with her. You will be reprimanded. Mm-hmm. You will be forced to clean up every last bit of this mess. Um, yep. And hell, I might end up employing you. I'm not a maid. That's why I've never ordered it for a bar. Like no. if I, if I'm doing the liquor ordering, I never order 151. Mm-mm. That doesn't need. It's to be terrible. There. No, no. We don't need it. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, Sir, do you have any other questions for a lovely patron today? Well, I, I really don't. Really? Nothing else? Nothing else. Okay. Really? I got one. Natural? Yes. I All am right. a natural redhead. Natural ginger here. I would say the carpet matches, but there's not any. 
All right. Yeah, a little see, laminate down there. Our, our episode hits are about to go up <laughs> like crazy now. Yeah, we're that's right. what we needed. So hey, if you listen to this episode, I want. All right, we need to take this part right here and fast forward it to like the beginning. Well, yes. I'll, I'll make a little, a little, a little teaser. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put yeah. knock me down and fuck me, and then carpet, carpet matches the drapes. Carpet. If there was any, the drapes ah. match the carpet, but there is no carpet. It's laminate. <laughs> Polished hardwood, hardwood floors. I don't know. Whatever my you mom's call gonna, it. My mom's going to listen to this episode and be like, who the hell are you hanging out with? It is time for our you next sponsor, Floors Direct. On one night or a bondage show, and I will be all there. I mean, oh my God. that's my next job. Uh, this is going to be a great episode for everybody. It's like, what? Hey, this is Slingers in Music City. Yes. If you didn't think you should come to Nashville, we just giving you a reason to. We, come on down to Nashville. We will 100% put the bar in the description that she works at. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Come on down to I Nashville. I have a nickname called Luscious Licks. It's not for nothing. <laughs> that do silence is for a reason. Yeah, the, the band next door I just had to stopped. show them my tongue. <laughs> Even the band stopped next door. Like, wait, 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 wait. What you the hell did they just say? Y'all just hear that shit? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, she's got a nickname for her tongue, too. Oh, wow. I do. It's this is starting to turn into one of our drunken episodes. Well, yes. that bottle of wine did go. That bottle of wine did great. Yeah. There's a second one. so delicious. Not, yeah, not might have to this is going to be a three-hour episode of us just right? talking about, just like, BDSM on. and shit. Yeah. Rambling I mean, the majority on. of this episode is just going to be a one big bleep. Yeah. <laughs> but now, you guys didn't ask me about stories, though, in the bar. Yeah. Like, I do have a lot of good stories. I mean, like, I've had streakers run through my bar. Yeah. Those are awesome did, didn't we touch on that already? No, not no, the streakers. I've had streakers run through my bar. I've actually, one night, was working at a club called Bourbon Street in Florida, Newport Ritchie, and we had the Journey Band. Like, the, you know, yeah, the, band the cover yeah. band, Journey okay. cover band. Gotcha. The one that's in Nashville? No, this is in so Florida. Different, different yeah. it's, it's and, I mean, it could be. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> but I know this guy was getting really drunk, and he decides to take this girl's purse and go into the bathroom with it. For God only knows why. I don't know why he would want her purse. But so he comes out, and the boyfriend's, like, attacking him. So he runs out, goes to the car, and gets his gun oh, and starts shooting in the parking lot. So I lock the doors immediately, and I'm at the the back door where it's a steel back door and I'm on the phone with the cops and he's loading the back door. I'm about to piss myself. Like, I am so scared. I have never been so scared in my life. This crazy motherfucker for a journey tribute band. Where is okay? this? In Newport Ritchie, Florida called Bourbon Street. Oh, I don't Flo- think it's there. Florida. Alright. Yeah. Makes but, sense I mean, <laughs> this guy is out there shooting up the freaking door because, you know, he got caught stealing some girl's purse and I'm like, I'm locking the door. I'm not letting nobody else in. So that was one. He was shooting the building? He was shooting at the steel door that I was standing next to while I was on the phone with the cops. Yes. And then there was another night. Yeah, local Florida man. I'm telling you. And (laughs) there was another night. We had Monday nights, which was hip-hop night. Mm -hmm. And they would be wrapped around the block, you know, getting in. Mm -hmm. Half the time, they would come up to the bar with blunts lit. Yep. I'm like, you can't smoke that here. You got to take it outside. And they're just puffing on it right in front of me. I'm like, no, you got to take it outside. So there was this one girl that was shit faced all night long, and I finally cut her off. I'm going through to make my rounds as we close everything down, got the lights on, kicked everyone out. I find her up in the VIP room with her dress flipped over her head, panties across the room. I'm like, yep, I'm pretty sure you just got gang banged. Um, you got to get up though, and you got to go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I, St- still in Florida? I, still in Florida. That makes sense. Um, 
there was one night that we were all smoking, you know, hanging out with the um, band and stuff in the VIP room. Well, we were all going to go to the Springs the next day, so I go to Walmart, and I live two blocks behind the bar. So I go to Walmart, and this is like 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting everything for the Springs the next day, and I come back by, and the whole fucking bar is on fire. Jesus. Okay. And so Yeah, and so I'm calling my boss, and he's like, stop fucking with me, Lisa. I'm sleeping. I'm like, do you want to talk to the fire marshal? Because I'm in the parking lot with the fire marshal. Your fucking bar is on fire. You need to get here immediately. I had just left there an hour before. I don't know what the fuck happened. I really don't. They call it electrical. I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Highly (laughs) doubt it, but... I mean, I'm just like, okay, so now my bar is burnt down. Dude, dude <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And then there wow. was another time, and this is all in Florida. So I worked for this Pollock guy at another bar called the Sandbar. And his wife didn't know English very well, and she was not a citizen here. So she comes in one morning with a butcher knife, chasing him around the bar because he didn't come home that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm scratching down behind the bar like, oh, my God. It wasn't me. It what wasn't is this me. bitch doing? Oh, my God. And I'm on the phone with the other bartender like, this bitch is crazy. She's knocking everything over in the liquor store because he had a liquor store right next door to the bar that he owned as well. So she's knocking shit over left and right, chasing him around that bar with that put your knife and I'm like oh my god cops finally come and they deport her ass back <laughs> they do because she doesn't have papers or anything here oh so, shit oh yeah it was crazy and I'm still friends with him till this day it was like 10 years ago I was speaking you say I'm still friends with yeah, her on Facebook I'm still though. friends you know it's it's just great and I don't know. I've I've had some crazy, like this one guy came into my bar one time and he had staples in his head. Like he had just had surgery. And I'm like, dude, are you sure you should be drinking? Like, you know, you've got staples. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I fell off my bicycle. It's okay. And I'm like, well, that was a bad fucking fall. Oh, yeah. That was a hell of a tumble. I give him, like, we had many pitchers. It held maybe three 10-ounce beers. Like the 32-ounce? Thir- yeah. Yeah. Little. Maybe three 10-ounce beers. We called yeah. them mini pitchers. And that was, like, my regulars that came in during the daytime. So I gave him one, and then he went to the bathroom. He came back out, and he's sitting at the bar. And then all of a sudden, boom, he hits the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm, again, the only bartender there. I have no help. So I get a couple of my customers to help scoot him up to the stage and just lay him down so I can get somebody here. Mm. Well, my bar owner comes in with a brother. There's an old door sitting out back. So they decide to come and put him on there because he's done pissed himself and everything. And I'm like, I'm not touching him. He can yeah. sit there all night long. I don't give a shit. Whoa, so they whoa, put whoa. him on. They put him on a they door? They put him on an old door and carry him out Florida. the back. Yeah. Carry him out the back door and hose him down when the ER is like 100 feet away. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you do that? You know, just call someone. And they're like, Florida. No. Yes, Florida. I'm just going to keep throwing Florida. it in there. <laughs> Newport, Richie, Florida. <laughs> Anything can happen. I mean, I've definitely we we definitely oh, need, shit. <laughs> we definitely need to have you back for a I segment that so I think stories. we're going to start doing maybe like quarterly of um, sex and bars. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell, tell you that I've had like tons. <laughs> I know tons of stories of like, oh, she just went to the men's restroom. I wonder why. Oh, oh no! I've had them doing it right there in now front of I me. Now I understand. Oh yeah, at, on the bar. Okay, like sitting at a bar, on uh, at a stool. Mm-hmm. She's sitting on his lap mm-hmm. and oh, going wonderful. up and down like and just, nothing's happening. Da, 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 I'm like, da, da, um, you yeah. can't do that right here. You've I've got a whole fucking full bar. Come on now. Oh, what are you talking about? I I definitely the brewery that I worked out here. I definitely left one night, and the tender date that was in the bar, <laughs> maybe an hour and a half before we closed. 
I saw both of their faces facing the door in their car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, That's God. what's happening. I didn't That's have what's happening. Because this episode is going to be filled with bleeps anyway. Um, back at the very first restaurant I ever started working at, when I was maybe like 19 years old. This is back when you could still smoke inside of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And employees smoked in the back of the kitchen on a stairwell that went upstairs into yes, the attic. Yes, I remember so, those days. <laughs> The stairwell was your smoker's corner slash coke corner. And then upstairs was the fuck pad where they would just take all the to-go boxes that came in, the big box, the to-go boxes yes. that came inside, break them down, lay them down, bam, go knock pad. this out real quick. That's your knee pads. Hey, I've got 30-minute lunch. You got 30-minute lunch? Cool. All right, we've got a double today. We've got a split. Knock it out upstairs, come down, do a line of coke, smoke a cigarette, go back on the floor yep. and keep working. I've seen it happen all the time. Yes. Old school industry. Old school industry. Yes. <laughs> well, I am a little younger than you guys. Yeah. And I didn't grow up in the South. Yeah. I well, we don't give don't, a fuck. I mean, you have to fucking these motherfuckers out here fucking pigs. I mean, from my time up north. <laughs> they don't give a damn. They, You're it, right. It's the South. Half these motherfuckers are fucking pigs. There is no shame. They they have no shame in their There game. is no they shame. They really don't. It's, it's, you get it when you can get I've it. I've walked into women. I mean, men's, men's room, women's room, and they'll be fucking in the stalls. It's just like. Yep. It's just, it is what it is. And they don't care. Yep. On top of the, I mean, like right out in front of everyone. They yep. don't care. In really the car, don't. in the parking lot, on the side of the building, behind the building. In they front don't of everyone. It don't matter. Mm-mm. I mean, I've caught people on the side of the building and in their car. Oh, I've got, caught people in the bathroom, I've caught them in behind the, bathroom the kitchen, and sitting well, at a bar sitting stool. At, sitting yeah. at she has the a bar. dress on and she's sitting on his lap, going up and down. Like, oh, it's like one of those little bobby things that you hit with a hammer because they keep popping their head. <laughs> up. A whack a mole. Yeah, a whack a mole. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm gonna play whack a mole right now because you need to stop that shit. I'm not stupid. Wow. Yeah, it, it, I've had some craziness. And this is why we started this podcast, to give you the insights behind what actually happens in a bar. I have so <laughs> many stories. Uh, pe- people tend to drink too much and take liberties where liberties should not be taken. True. And I'm also in the medical field, so I can help you get drunk and help you get better. Yes, yeah, true. She, <laughs> does, she does work this, at This clinic. is your best bartender right here. She's going to get you drunk, but she also has a bag uh, She has a bag and an IV in right. the trunk of the car. She's ready to go. Get your ass better the next she day. She is ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've definitely been your patient once or twice, but not for the IV. Oh, God. We used to, well, I never done this, but I had buddies who did this uh, when we used to go to the Festival Bonnaroo. Oh yeah. Next morning, um, I think the last year I Lisa, went, one of my one of my good friends. Um, this one because he ain't opened it yet. Yeah, I ain't opened yet. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> one of my good friends, um, he was dating a girl who was actually a nurse at the time, and that's what they did. They would party super hard, take whatever you want to take. I mean, you just hand something to them. They're going Doop, throwing it back. Oh. Next good. morning, she brought her whole medical bag with her. Next morning, they both be waking up. Okay, you ready? An Hook hour an and you feel fabulous. Give them an about 15, 20 minutes. Yep. You feel Their fabulous. Their bag's gone. They're starting to get out the grogginess, get them a bite to eat. They're good to go. It's like mm-hmm. nothing ever happened the night before. It's why a miracle. You, why don't you bring their own bread line every once in a while? Because I think that the responsible bartender gotta, in her yeah, wants to make sure that people you, don't you, get to that you've point. Gotta, you can go do Moderation. it legally in the clinic. Well. I mean, there are house calls. There are places that do house why, calls. Why can't we have bar calls? I mean, we could. I mean, I could look into it. That's not a bad idea. I mean, That's not, not a bad idea it's at all. not a bad idea. We're definitely going to get your shit face, but we're going to make sure that you're sober enough to get home. I will be at your house at 8 a.m. Yeah, one building, sure there's, a, okay. there's a bar in the basement, a clinic in the middle, and then a, yes. a hotel up top. There, there you go. There we go. 
bam, bam, bam. We got it all in one. So we just mm-hmm. needed a hotel. Oh my god, I've worked in a hotel bar before. Okay, oh, so yeah. really quick. So I worked in this hotel bar before, and there was this one girl that used to come around, and I could clearly tell she was like an escort. Mm-hmm. So she was going around to because I worked by the airport um, in Atlanta on Virginia Avenue. And this bar is no longer there anymore, but it was used to be called Hartsfield's Bar and Grill. And she would come around to every patron in the bar and slip them their number. Well, the guy I was dating at one time, I'm like, no, he's off limits. Don't you fucking dare go and slip your goddamn number to mm-hmm. him. I will cut you. <laughs> but, so I watched this girl you know, round up three business guys one night, and there was a hotel connected to our bar that you walk up, you know, the side and go up onto the hallway and you're in the hotel. I watched her do three of these guys one night. Jesus. Craziness. And and then they would just keep coming back. But one night, there was this one guy that got locked in the restaurant and we did not know it. So we have to lock the door to the hotel, to the restaurant. So we did that. And I make my rounds, but he's like curled up in a booth. In the banquet room. I don't know how the fuck he got back there, but he got back there. So the next morning, like we're coming back in, and we're turning on all the lights, and all of a sudden, I hear like, Ehh! and I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Somebody's in here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Stranger dude. danger. Stranger and danger. And he's like, I got locked in here last night. And I'm like, well, damn, dude, if I would have got locked in here, I would have been hitting the bar. Oh, that bar would have been empty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, was, I probably would have been in the and kitchen. Like, me something to eat. Like, I was trying to get out, but I couldn't, so I just passed out in this booth. I was like, yes. That's I mean, hilarious. I, yeah. That's amazing. That's freaking amazing. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, well, you yeah. want some, you uh, want some breakfast, like How much Bloody more Mary? time do we have for uh, more <laughs> banter? Uh, well, we are easily uh, 25 minutes over our normal size episode. Okay. Well, we'll just That's throw maybe so one awesome. or two more stories in yeah. there, and then we'll get on out of here so and sign awesome. off. Yeah, let's take, um, a quick, let's take a quick break. Yeah. One or two more stories, and uh, then we'll yeah we'll sign then, off. Then we'll head home. Let's do it. It's going to be our sober good. break. We're yeah. trying to get sober break. So we're back with the uh, the lovely Lisa Marie Reagan. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes. We have. We're sipping killed... on something different. <laughs> we are sipping on something different. <laughs> we're sw- sipping on some Whistling Arrow uh, 2017 Zinfandel. It's really, really good. Which I've had Whistling Arrow before. I think. I now that I'm tasting it, I'm like I don't remember this, but it is grassy. It is, yeah. but it's really good. It is really. Good. I thought it was going to be more red pe- Zinfandel. It's so delicious. I thought it was going to be more peppery. Mm-mm. No, it's pretty not good. at all. No, Mm-mm. no, it's it's earthy as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take another swig. That's really good. Yeah, so we're on to the second bottle because, well, we've already killed the first bottle, and we're mm-hmm. just passing around because we're we don't have any around. glasses. Yeah, we ran Fuck out of COVID. Cups. Alcohol will kill it all. Well, you're you work in the <laughs> medical industry. Yeah, we I'm can, good. We can uh, yeah, just go to you if we get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us are really worried about it too much. Um, we're not. We're, we're, we're practicing good social distancing, like mm-hmm. me and Miss Lisa and are, are about a good six feet away. Yeah, we're yeah we're drinking the wine with mask on. Yes, that's how we do it. I actually got like an apparatus <laughs> that has with a straw that doesn't vacuum seals. We're good to go. I actually seen a patient today that had two nostrils. No kidding. Cut out Dude, his mask. That's what that that's, that's the next not one. a 
bad idea. That's the next money making things. I've seen those masks around that actually comes with a shield as well for the face. What do you need to create a mask that has a straw apparatus? Oh, it does. It already does. They already have that one. It has a little clip on it and you can pop it up and it has a straw. And then, have you seen the man made ones with the diaper wipe containers where it pops up and you can drink your beer? Shut up. What? They've already beat us, man. They've already beat us on the business ideas. Someone has already did this. It's so like redneck. The, but, one, hey. the one with the nose holes will be great because yeah, you can breathe. You can breathe, and if you're wearing glasses, it doesn't. It doesn't up steam. You have to get it right because when I was doing surgical, you would have to get that pinch that mask just right because I would have to wear the eye gear as well, and it yeah. would fog up. Mm. So you have to pinch it just right and put your glasses over that. Over that. That's what mm. I did, but mine just kept falling, and I don't. Yeah, yeah I just don't know. There's how to do a special it. technique. So for that. being an in industry. Have you had to wear a mask in any place you've worked other than, no. of course, the medicinal place? Okay. No. So, like, I'm still working part-time in the industry, and the county I'm working in doesn't require us to actually wear face masks. Mm -hmm. They actually just sent out that mandate today. But we've been actively still wearing face masks, even though we've gone past, because in Sumner County, there is no faces. Oh, now it, it is. Just, now it is. He passed it today. Yeah, he passed it today, so now we have to. But we've been wearing it since. Yeah. I mean, I will wear mine in the uh, clinic um, just because you don't mm -hmm. know. Oh, well. I will wear mine in the clinic because I don't know what I'm getting myself right. into. Right. But at the bar, I'm sorry. I'm the only bartender behind the bar. And I'm pretty sure there's a good six feet between me and between you. Me unless and I lean the over bar. Like, hey, Can I get one? Hey, which, over there. I think that it's easier. I, I mean, and I make it makes no fucking sense that we should have to go out to the table and take orders. When I have a good six foot distance between you and me and the I'm going bar, to get closer to you to take your exactly order than I am if, I if you just came to the, to the table. Exactly. So come to the bar and I will pass you your drink and I'm still a good six feet. Well, I have another question that's going to actually bounce off of that. Yeah. And this is something for our listeners as well. So it's you either have two different options when it comes to bartenders or people working in the service industry. Either that is their full time bread and brought yes. well, that's. That's the blood. That's where they're uh -huh. at. That's all the money they make. And then you have a huge population of people who, that's a part-time job. That's, that's where they make the job. extra. That's where they make the ends meet. That's yes. where they save for vacation, cars, vehicles, and things like that. I have a career, but I also have to continue to do the bartending to make ends meet. Exactly. Because I'm a single mother, mm -hmm. and that's just how it is. So I how, mean, how you do you operate to. the day-to-day? -day? How do you get out of that mentality of like, okay, I just left from my, let's just say for purposes, my, my big girl job. Yes. And I'm not, now I'm going to go work in this bar. How I've do you that transition? I've times. Um, you, you know, it's just a transition. Your mind just automatically goes. Okay. So, so it's for you, it's like almost like a, a flip switches yep. and it's like, okay, no, nope, bar activate. Mm -hmm. We're here now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I used I know to do that three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. But then I got burnt out. So yeah. now I only do it on my days off on Saturday and Sunday, mm -hmm. which I don't have a day off because I work seven days a week. Exactly. Yeah. Granted, I thought I, thought I, I worked a lot. I don't have to be there until seven at night yeah. and I got all day Saturday and Sunday, but it's like, really, what are you going to do? Because mm -hmm. you have to be at work. And then thank God Richie, you know, understands and I can close the bar down at midnight on Sunday night because I have to be at work. Right. You know, exactly. So early Monday morning, and that's the only reason why. Thank God He gives me that option. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Yeah, because I'm kind of running that situation. At the clinic is not enough. Exactly. It's not. And that's kind of the situation I'm in right now, where like my full time job, it can pay my bills. There ain't much no, after that. Exactly. There, that's there's me not too. much after that. So I have my part time to fill in Supplement. those extra gaps. Mm -hmm. Like if hey. 
we may not want to cook dinner every single exactly. night. Mm -hmm. We may want to go out and grab yes. a beer. We may want to go visit some friends. We may want to go on a vacation. So this money actually right now is we may want to buy a house. Yes. So that's where that part-time income actually comes from is working a part-time job, working in the bar industry, in the restaurant industry, trying to save as much money as you can. people have to have a second job if they're not in a relationship and have that other income. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you are a single income person, you have to have a second job. That one job is not going to cut Yeah, it. I mean, unless you just have a, a hellacious job. Oh, yeah. And even yeah. then, you probably have a hellacious job, but you probably don't have any children. Exactly. But you throw kids yes. into the mix. So, like, a lot of our listeners are going to be bartenders and servers who yes. have one, two, or several different and children. And 16, and she has her own job, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't expect for her to have to, you know, provide for herself. She's exactly. 16 years old. You know, this is your first job. You want to spend your money on what you want, which she's got fucking tattoos, which is crazy because they're shit. And I wish I knew where she was getting them from, but she's not going to tell me. Yeah. So it's okay. Well, I'm prepared to have cover-ups here in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, this is completely out of my wheelhouse because I'm single. I don't have kids. But I... you still have to do a second job. Uh, second and third, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. I um, have a third job, too. I, I, I used to have a third job. I, I work at the clinic, I work at the bar, and I also clean my office. Yeah, I've got... So there's my three jobs, and I have no life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm right with you. I work seven days a week. I'm at the studio, unfortunately, only two days a week, but I'm here all day yeah. at mm -hmm. the studio both days. And then I'm at the bar Wednesday through Sunday, mm -hmm. usually from 11 to close, yeah. or 11 to... 10 or whatever mm -hmm. um and then i've got our business yep which i usually work on while i'm at the bar waiting for deliveries yeah. or customers like that. just you whenever we can mingle in i've got my downtime so i like i bring on my computer yeah. i'm constantly working yeah. on stuff i mean that's how it was for me especially when you throw in our business into it and i at one point in time i was working four because i was working my full-time job i worked part-time at a pizza place two and three nights a week uh, I used to run a line, run a kitchen line at a restaurant in the marina. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you've seen the shirts because I, yep. I have like 50 of them. All daddies? Yeah, all daddies. Yeah. Um, I used to work there all Saturdays daddies. and Sundays just because there was nobody <laughs> really daddy. strong enough to run that line. <laughs> and then our business on top of it. So, yeah, yeah. There was, there's no sleep. No. There's... Mm -mm. There's just like, work. I'm going to lay my head down. Maybe if I'm lucky, I can catch four hours. Then I'm going to get up, wash, rinse, repeat, and do it again. Yeah. That's what we do. That, like, and that's what I think a lot of our listeners who aren't in the restaurant industry, who are not bartenders, need to understand is that the person you're talking to and order your drink from, this one position that you see them working in, this one facet of their not, life is not all. No. So when you're somebody who comes to a bar and doesn't tip or tip very lowly, yeah, you're you realize our income. There's a reason why you are seeing people in America that are working three, four plus jobs on mm -hmm. a day to day basis. They're working seven days a week we because can't make ends meet. we can't make ends meet. No. So I, for any of our person. listeners who are not, they're just bar goers. They like to go out to bars, like to drink at bars, like a damn good time. And we love you guys coming out and having a good time because otherwise, if you guys didn't come out, we wouldn't have a business to work exactly. in in the first place. But anytime but you decide that you decide to leave five bucks on a seventy-five that's or a hundred-plus dollar tab, twenty percent—that's not okay. Is acceptable. That's not okay. The whole ten percent or fifteen percent—that—that—that no. that is purely just a suggestion. Mm -hmm. And we have to pay those taxes regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you, we get tipped or not, we have to pay in. So, and you're thinking, in your, so if you're out there thinking in your mind, like, oh, this bartender's ranked in tonight, they're going to no, easily bring in $200. $13 an hour. It's like, people, yeah, they may never see a check yeah. ever. 
their check is obsolete because all of the, at least the credit card tips are yes. going to be recorded and yeah. the tip amount is going to be reducted from your paycheck. So yeah, you, subtract, you subtract those taxes. There's usually and someone that will make up for that someone that doesn't. Yeah. But there's... But you never know. But if you didn't have you that someone have who shit. didn't, exactly. and if everybody was on the same page, of what's I have just one message that I would like to present to everybody. If you do not have the money to temp, don't go don't out. Don't go out. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do not go out. That, don't that think in your mind it's okay. That's a big saying it's in terrible. the service industry. Don't think it's okay to say, hey, I want to treat my family out to a nice dinner, but I'm not going to take care of the person no. who's been serving us this entire time. They ain't just Because slaves. how would you feel if we were serving, if you were serving us and we didn't take care of you? So here, here's a fun Fun, uh, fun game, Lisa. Uh -huh. Worst tipper you've had. <laughs> What's the story? No names. Uh, no, no names. names. No, no names. No locations. I have had many worst tippers that will be there all day, and their tab will probably be about sixty or seventy dollars. They'll tip me two dollars and think that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. I'm sorry, but I've been serving your ass for six hours. It's not okay. Your tab sixty or seventy dollars, and I'm granted. I don't know what you have going on in your life, but if you can come out and drink, you should be able to come out and tip as well. Mm -hmm, absolutely. My last night at the bar before the whole COVID shit hit, I got my regular's name wrong, and he still tipped me eight hundred dollars tip, and oh. I still had to turn around and look at him and be like, I don't think you added right. This is not right. He's like, does it say eight hundred dollar tip? And I'm like, it does. And he's like, then it's right. And I could not believe it. I had to run around to the other side of the bar and give him a hug. Kevin? Yes. Yeah. But, I'll believe out his name. I mean, even though uh, I'm just like, I could no. not okay. believe okay. it. And then steadily, he's still buying drinks and yeah. still closing out people. And and I, I'm like, why? I mean, I can't, like, I can't accept this. This oh, is just yeah. too much, yeah. you know? And, and, and see, I'm, I mean. And that's a good and, conscience and, of a bartender. And it feels like I'm too, that's too much, dude. No. Yeah, no. And see, I that's the thing. I do like, not take advantage of anyone. Ago, three weeks ago, he ordered his normal drink. Yeah. Uh, Gave me a hundred dollar bill and said, keep the change. Like, he is that awesome. was a five, six yes, dollar drink. but Kevin yeah. is like that. But see, I don't, I, I don't. I don't, I don't expect like that it. from anyone, you yeah. know? I like, don't. I, I, and I if they do, like I always yeah. question them because I want to make sure they're not fucked up. Absolutely. And, and not know what they're doing. Absolutely. Because you're, you're buying all these tabs. Do you know And I don't want to hit that phone doing? call the next day if you're exactly. telling me that I really I, fucked I, up. I, why am I tapping? But he's like, no. And then he closed out that one and then started buying other people's tabs and still continued to tip me X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, but he goes, he knew the bar was closing that night. He's like, I and hope he this takes that care of your family, the, and I hope this funny takes thing, care of you. The funny thing is, you weren't really going to... I wasn't going to work that night. No, I was going to work I for know. you. I know. And then I, the next day, I heard that story happen. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I was not going to work that That's night. That's why you don't ever give your shifts up. Exactly. I was you like, I'm so never know what's going to happen. Well, no, it I was didn't. her shift. Okay. It was. And I was going to give it up because I didn't want to work. Right. But I'm glad I did decide to work. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and that's the kind of things that happen. I'm sorry, you, Mike. No, I mean, you see you those good and positives from least. it, though. That's, that's the great part about it. Because I know that <laughs> when COVID was like a big hitting thing, and I was working at one of my part-time jobs, which is a pizza and pub, mm -hmm. I remember just taking an order out to a lady, and her total might have been like, I don't know, 13, 14 bucks. But she tipped you fat. And then she handed me 40 bucks. And I was like, okay, um, I'll be right back to your change. She's like, no, 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 no. I've already cashed out with you. This is the pay for it. That $40 is for you as a tip. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, like no, no, wait. I want to make sure. Like, are I you never sure? take advantage of anyone. Yeah, I never, because that karma will bite your ass. Exactly, and I think that's what a lot of people need to realize is like, take care of your bartenders. Because honestly, 
those are probably some of the best people you're ever going to meet in this world. We're underpaid therapists. They're yes. underpaid. Yeah. They're going to listen to your problems. Yes. They're going to make it better. And we're going to try and, to get you And you better. know something? Even if you don't tip what you what we really want you to tip, we're, we're still going to treat there. you the exact yes, same way absolutely. the next time you come in. We're still going to treat you the same as anyone yeah. else. So there was one place in Chicago. I think I've talked about it during one of our uh, Drunken Idiot episodes. But... There's one place Ain't I was working in Chicago. almost killed this bottle, by the way. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, hold on. Bring it over here. That means I get to go awesome. home and just keep my mouth shut and try not to yeah. get in trouble with me being quiet. But yeah, there's a, this one place. <laughs> I had a now. table of about 10 people. They ordered 15 orders of wings, nachos, bunch of food, bunch of drinks. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't take care of my other tables because every time <laughs> they I just kept you preoccupied the entire time. Right. And every time I would go up there, they're like, hey, can I get this? I'm like, yeah, does anybody need anything else? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we're good, man. I'm like, okay. So I go grab that one thing, come mm-hmm. back. Hey, can I get this? I'm like, yeah, okay. I just asked you guys. <laughs> like, does anybody else need anything? No? Okay, cool. Go back, grab the thing, come oh, back wait, to the table. Can I get this? Hey, can I get a glass of water? I'm like, God. I was just running back and forth the entire mm-hmm. night, about two hours worth of time, and their total tab was about three hundred seventy-eight dollars mm-hmm. and X amount of cents. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, have mercy! Oh yeah, they rounded up to three seventy-nine. No, I have a Mexican trying to and, text me. Uh, I can't said keep the anything. change. <laughs> See, I've actually had. Can you understand that? I'm trying to sell my laptops on, or, or I'm sorry, tablets for my boss because oh, they wow. sent us four tablets and we're not doing the tablet thing and they're not going to take them back. So I'm trying to sell them for like a Okay, so he's bucks. asking if this tablet is actually running on AT&T data, I'm pretty I sure. I don't know what it is running on, but they're running on whatever data. It's, they're, they're normal. Yeah, you typically should so be able to sign it over. So I'm just trying to fucking sell them for a hundred bucks I, a piece. I think my worst one was I had a table and I was working at the Rivergate Old Charlie at the time. And they just ran me up and down, asked for more rolls, da-da-da. This was a table who literally, by God, I won't say anything about anybody. But they asked for a side salad, no lettuce, just cheese and bacon. What? Wait. And I want a full glass, and I mean a drinking glass, of ranch. What? Yes. Uh, excuse me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. No lie. You're no going to be charged for that. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. And literally, they left me three cents. No They way. left three pennies. I gave them their change, and their change was something like something dollars and three cents, and left the three cents on the table. I've had people leave me Oh yeah. a viable birth. On. Oh yes, a, I've had that too. A Bible verse. It's like, may God bless you. That, that and I'm like, God bless me ain't gonna help me pay these goddamn bills. No, no fucking <laughs> yeah. God's not gonna pay these goddamn bills. Like, what the fuck are no, you like the, about? The like, forty-two cents that the guy tipped me on the three hundred and seventy-eight dollar mm-hmm. tab, I just brought it back to him. I threw it on the table. I'm here. Here, you probably need it more than I do. And I've seen that. And I've seen people get fired for that too. Oh, so he complained to my boss, and he came up to me. He was like, "Hey, is that what you said to this table?" I'm like, "Yeah." Fuck him. And he was like, good job. Yeah. Fuck it. And I've seen the opposite side. I've seen where management has come out. And I'm sure we're going to have listeners like, yeah, they should have came down on y'all. No, 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 no. If you don't have the money to tip a decent amount, a a decent amount on your tab, for the love of God, go to Walmart, go to Kroger's, go to any local grocery chain that you have, buy the food you need and prepare it yourself. Or better yet, go through a drive-thru. Order out. 
something. But if you're going in and you want to be waited on, on hand and foot, like you are some lord of some freaking castle with all your vassals waiting on you, this ain't bad. This this is in the 1800s. Uh, you have your phone to make sure you take care of your people. It was a school. I don't know why they're still calling. There's no fucking school. Yeah. By the way, they, that text asked if it was still available. What? The tablet. Oh, yeah, I know. You said you didn't know what it meant. No, it is. My boss wants me to sell all this shit for him. So. Right, but the Spanish... Yeah, I, I, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's trying to sell tablets for... $200, which they're 130 at Walmart, apparently. So I'm like, okay, so what's the least you're going to take? Because we didn't want these tablets. We didn't want to go um, tablet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like my old school stuff, so we're selling all that. So And he's going to give me a cut, but he's Let's like, speak this part out. $75. I and I'm like, no other <laughs> hand stuff. Yeah. I'm like, well, so just, I need 100 okay. for a yeah, tablet. We'll they're brand in. new, and they're good. Well, how much that, are they per tablet? They're hundred. Hundred dollars per tablet. One hundred. Okay. And they're Lenovo's, never been used. Um, they're ten-inch tablets. Um, nah. so when can I get one? Tomorrow, if you want one. I, I get hundred dollars right now. I got four of them at work, and I they're hundred dollars right used. now. They, they haven't even been like you, you got to go into to set it up. I need they a tablet in my house that does not belong to my child. There you oh, go. fair. Put a Lenovo. Dude, the Lenovo is fucking crazy. They're it's, good. If it's I'll not, sell it to you for seventy five. Good thing. If it's most not Apple, schools, I don't want it. No, most schools. I'll sell most, it to you for seventy five. I'll take it all day. All right. Take it all day. I got one tomorrow. Most for schools, you. most businesses use Lenovo because so they're really, really, do, really yeah. good. They're not a big popular name because they're mainly a business. But model. it is a business thing. Yeah. It's a big business type computer. And, and we I got actually four of them to try to do the whole like paperless thing, and it didn't work. Apple yeah. all day. No. no, we don't want Apple. Lenovo is a Windows-based, but it still has Ugh. about the great enough. It, it has a good enough security program mm-hmm. as Apple does without the Apple price tag, and I'm it just, runs on Windows. I'm just an asshole when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love Apple. <laughs> I've had I, my MacBook Air since 2011. It's the same fucking MacBook Air. It hey, sucks like shit, but it do, still works. Do you want to buy my MacBook we Pro? We just finished another whole well, bottle of wine. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you. I'm trying to buy a lap. I'm trying to buy an iPad over here, and you want to sell me a laptop. How much you want to sell me that laptop for? Two fifty. Twenty fifteen MacBook Pro. Two fifty, so three twenty five for the bundle. Yeah, I'll take that. What year is it? Twenty fifteen. I'll take that bundle. Uh, yeah, it's eight gigs of RAM. Uh, two fifty six hard drive. Yeah. Twenty uh, early twenty fifteen model. Two fifty six hard drive. You mean you got a two fifty six uh, SSD inside of it? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. 20, so you got 256 gigabyte SSD inside of it. You have a 8 gig uh, on RAM. Any storage is just a 256 uh, SSD. Just a just like, SSD. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I can I mean, throw an external hard drive on top I of mean, it. I mean, I bought it for 1500 Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I bought my MacBook Air yeah. for like 1300 and it did last me, I mean, till now, almost 10 years. Dude, we were talking about buying new laptops. Yes, and as I shut you down really quick on that one. I was like, no, do not spend that money on that. Well, I'm... I'm sure you're gonna spend the money on you getting a new one. I'm spending which the is one. totally okay. Yeah, dude. But don't spend it on me getting one. Dude, I'm getting the brand new MacBook Pro, uh, space gray, uh, one terabyte hard drive. You do realize you're looking at about seventeen hundred dollars, right? Oh no, this is gonna be at least twenty eight. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know all the other upgrades you're throwing onto it. Oh, but like I'm gonna have to start running the studio on my laptop. Yeah, yeah. So I need locations. I need all this shit. I'm getting the i9. Well, with all that cost right there, you could buy you a Mac Mini for a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, but I like the portable aspect. If I have to go somewhere else and edit, that means a Mac Mini. I don't have a monitor. I mean, it's it's literally like I'm not gonna bring a monitor with me. That's true. That's true. If I gotta go back to Wisconsin or something. Ugh. I'm gonna go to Canada. I'm gonna yeah, to Canada. You go and kill that. All right, cool. Hey, let's. Uh, I'm let's, moving to Canada. All right, let's end this episode. Let's all right, end let's this episode. Do it. Um, all right, guys. This is the. This is all the time we got for today. <laughs> no, I honestly think we probably could have more time if we have more liquor. But we, if we have more wine, we, we have decided more to go on a long banter and just kind of give more, you. This, if anything, this more is a sneak wine, peek. More time. If, more if anything, this is like a sneak peek into the drunken. Idiots episodes yeah. because yeah. those definitely ramble on like this. I'll come and do the drunken idiot show. We oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Oh, we would have to pregame for it though. Well, let's do it. But this is the pregame, right? Oh no, no, we'll go pregame. We'll pregame, at, we'll pregame here, then we go to Redline to record the whole yeah, episode. There we go. We could do that or we pregame could. at pregame. And there pre-game, we go. Yes. We go up to Germantown t- Pub pregame. Yes. Come here. Let's do it. I'm down. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Lisa Reagan for coming by. Yes, I knew that. You I knew to, it was gonna come. You had to get a yeah. bear, bear, bear. You had to there. get it out there. <laughs> I had to get the bear, bear, bear. <laughs> All right. So I want everybody's honest opinion out this episode. Yeah. Who's countryer? Me or her? I believe she's I'm won the title. I'm gonna say it's Baron. Oh, Ooh. just the way you said Baron. The way you said Baron. I'm gonna say Tells Baron. me that you are far more country than I no, am. No, I am not. I think I'm I born and raised right here in Nashville. Out when I'm drunk, I'm very professional. You guys, like, it's okay. I'm, I'm not that country. Yes, no, we, we definitely know that when you are working in the medical industry that you are I'm mostly sober. And when you're working oh. in a bar industry, you're but just a little drink, less sober. I've, I've seen country her, comes out. I've seen her in the medical field. She is wildly professional. Yes. Very. Listen Absolutely. to her talk on the phone to other patients and stuff. He's She's like, who perfect. the fuck is that? But yeah, I'm, I'm like, sure the that Southern... That is not what? Lisa Marie. That's not the Lisa I know. <laughs> I'm sure the Southern drawl still kind of leaks out a little bit, but definitely after a couple of drinks, I think both of us get really We do. We have, really that, we have that Southern drawl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like me when I get drunk. I... Yeah, sound you like ain't I'm got from, no southern draw. No, I just sound like I'm from Canada. Yeah, the yeah, old, the don't oh, you know us. Don't you yeah, know? you get you get hey. really really yanky when you get lit. And I think <laughs> both of us just get more 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 southern and it makes as us we sound drink. Crazy oh yeah, you just say. go up there on Lake Winnebago, you have a good old time. Yeah. No, we're getting drunk on the Harpeth and saying, hey, let's go to Red Rule, Tennessee. And we're going to go hop, hop on the Harpeth and get a tent. And I, can, I can hear the banjo now. Oh, yeah. No, fuck that. No, you can hear the banjo. <laughs> go to Flatwoods, Tennessee. That's where yeah. you hear the banjo yeah. and do some great kayaking. Right on. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. guys. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for tuning in. Well, uh, we got to have you back very soon. Absolutely. You're bear, a bear, bundle bear. of fun. Uh, hey, I'm yeah. down. We'll catch you guys next episode. and. Hell, <laughs> I, I can't honestly say that the next episode you may not hear Lisa because that could actually happen. It could happen. Yeah. She's a bundle of fun. It may happen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and over to Mike. Yeah, uh, we uh, next week we have planned Artists of Music City. Yep. Um, we're bringing in another musician to interview and uh, we're going to have a, a swell of a time. Absolutely. Hopefully. A swell of a time. Absolutely. Swell of a time. We should have a sex talk of a swell of a time. Oh, it's. 
Oh, if I'm... if this episode has made you want to come visit Nashville a little bit more, you just come leave a like. Visit. Leave a like. Every time tell she tell your friends, download this podcast. We have a damn good time. Now, every time she opens her mouth, it's just another thirty minutes of editing for me. No, don't edit any of it. Let her yeah, ramble. You should not edit any no, of no, anything. No. These people are like, oh my god, where's this we Lisa girl? I need want. to find her. She's the love of my life. We Let's need go. To speak what we want, and oh, yeah. next week it will be bondage by Lisa Marie. Well, uh, that'll be our second podcast. Thank you guys so Would much. Would you like to do bondage? Yeah, I'm okay with that being our second podcast. We can but, uh, do that. I will teach you. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening to Bar Talks. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, leave a like. Definitely share to your friends, loved ones, even people you don't love. It's okay. That's we right. We can all find a good meeting ground. Bow, That's bow, what liquor's bow. for. It's us finding a good meeting ground where we can all get together, find love with each other, find the take all the negativity out, and find a positive. Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Bow, bow, bow.